Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. I also uh, really liked that she... Sorry, Anya, I spoke over you completely there. No, I was going to ask Joseph. That's probably more sensible than me taking us on a boring time. <laughs> I mean, I'd like, no, you go, you please, you go first, you're the host. Go go first and then I'll... <laughs> it's terrible. Shut up, guests. Joseph, I... I've got something to repeat. An anecdote <laughs> yeah. I've said on every episode. I've done podcasts yeah. like that before, it's fine. Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out are they really worthy of the hype? They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name is Hugh and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host Will. Hi Will. Hello Hugh, how are you doing? I'm great, I'm delighted. I was thinking again for the hundred and... What, 30th time? Why don't we pre-record the intro, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's often what goes through our head when we do the intro, I think. But I mm. think you can tell that it's live every time. I think you can. Do you think we bring in a little bit of just... Is that just little pizzazz. bit of pizzazz? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We make it a bit jellical. But then we should de-pizzazz some of them to make it clear that it is live, too. <laughs> do you think so? <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, people would think we're on permanent pizzazz. Which was actually <laughs> my band name when I was in college. But what were your top three hits? Oh, um, Zhuzhin It Up, yeah. um, Maximum Lift. <laughs> that was actually about an elevator, though. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think you have my third one, do you? Oddly yeah. enough. Um, flipping it up sideways. That was it, yeah. That was is it. the last one. Uh, yeah. That was your more experimental phase where you didn't worry about <laughs> selling the song. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. just did what was true to your heart. Started you know? playing on a sitar, you know, took a lot of Listen, if there's anyone who knows about marketing something that involves music, it's our guests today. Mm. Uh, I nearly called it a musical, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, please, please welcome <laughs> to the podcast the creators of uh, Gwyneth Goes Skiing, a play with music about love, betrayal, skiing, and somehow Christmas. It's Linus Carp and Joseph Martin. Hello. Hi. Hello. Can I just say, I, I'm thrilled that you have finally given four white men the space on the podcast they so badly deserve. <laughs> 
to be honest this is th- this is the fewest white men we've had on the podcast and i'm worried about yeah, it's, it. It's, it's clearly a lack of it i'm sure we'll find i'm sure we'll find something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We, we keep our, our producer is is a white woman but we keep her quiet for as long as possible uh, as is tradition um, thanks for coming on. It's really nice to have you. It's lovely to be here. Thank you so much for having us. I'm, I'm going to run away because uh, our pasta delivery just arrived. So Lena's going to introduce who oh. we are and what we do, and I'll come back with some steaming hot pasta. <laughs> Take that was one of your hits, wasn't it? With unlimited pizzazz, you. It, yeah, it was the B side. Yeah. Uh, this is a terrible. As Joseph leaves, my fiance is sort of packing up to leave uh, forever. Uh, not forever. <laughs> she, she, she's. You can hear the screams. <laughs> Are you getting any of this? No. Just sort of. <laughs> they, they, they can't hear you, and it's it sounds genuinely worrying. No, she's just leaving to go back to work. Are you leaving right now? Do you want to say hi to Lena's? Comedy over here, just top quality. You couldn't even hear a single bit of it. Well, I hear I'm loving. Are you going right now? So I come. <laughs> this is terrible. This is like right at the intro. It's the crux. Joseph's gone to get pasta. It's terrible. Everything's happening. This is why we should pre-record. Listeners, just give us twenty to twenty-five, will you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, um, yeah. While while we're doing all this admin, we can we can play a few hits of of Maximum Pizzazz just to sort of keep everyone soothed. And uh, <laughs> speaking of keeping everyone soothed, I think we should bring in our producer because she's going to sing some of those songs for us. Anya, how are you? Hi, great to see you, uh, Linus. We've made a holy show of ourselves here. Will saying goodbye to his uh is she gone forever like the bags are packed in the hall will are they no no well the bags are packed in the hall but not in that sort of way she's just she's working she's working out of town which again sounds like a yeah Yeah. and she's brought the kids to her mother's has she (laughs) everything's fine we're sorry will but at least you have the podcast yeah. yeah yeah at least i have that i'll always have the podcast linus and will did you guys coordinate uh, what you were wearing for today i just feel there's a very strong t-shirt glasses game going yeah. on here and that's true but yeah. it's yours uh return of the king t-shirt <gasps> no oh, it's absolutely no. not onya's might be though oh Onya's i wish it was <laughs> amazing oh, yeah there's not enough you don't see enough lord of the rings merch in the wild linus no, I very much agree. I feel like there's so yeah. much merch for all these like shitty franchises, but Lord of the Rings, which is actually great, that's just not enough. Not so, enough. Not enough. No. Will, didn't you used to own like a a, a replica ring? I'd only correct two words in that: used and ring. <laughs> uh, it was a I, sword. I do own. I own Sting the sword. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. I mean, I've always wanted yeah, a sword. But... <laughs> <laughs> and well, Linus, if you play your cards right, if this goes well, I'll I'll gift you the sword. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> so again, again, out of context, it's not, it's not a great. strong start. No, but I think it's becoming a bit of an awkward production, wouldn't you say? Oh, very good. I was just going to say, but but Joseph has just come back into frame there, and it's a real power play, isn't it? Because we we weren't sure if 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 we were going to have Joseph as well. You know, we had Linus, we weren't sure if Joseph was going to be able to make it, and then Joseph said, "No, I can do it." And then as soon as we started, instantly left. You know. Like it's such a power play. It's like, yeah, I'm here for you, but you know, whatever. I'm gonna go and have some pasta. And if I may say, the pasta's been plated up beautifully. Like you're not eating that out of mm. a out of a, a. Oh no, a... this is very much how it arrived, darling. Oh, pasta evangelists. Oh. I, I would say that's what we are, and also the name of the place that made the food. <laughs> have you heard? Yes. Have you heard about our Lord and 
saviour. Oh, I was really hoping there'd be a good pasta pun that would come to me, but there wasn't. Well, yeah. Yeah. Something about pasta versus OR versus pasta. Have hey, you oh. heard the good fuse, silly? We, good news? There, we've no. got it. We'll get back to you. We'll punch it up and post. Is that a London, yeah, yeah. London-based? Are you based in London, Joseph, or are you elsewhere? Or? We are London-based, yes. Um, I'm coming to you from the living room, and Linus is coming to you from the bedroom. Um, so giving you variety this evening, but yes, we are North London, um, and Pasta Evangelist is a recent discovery for us, but it's it's half decent, you know, hot pasta meals. And after a day of rehearsals, they just have not got the, you know, I'm, I'm a busy lady. Today was first day of read through, it was. wasn't it? First, yeah. first table. It was, it wow. was. Exciting. I, I've asked that, I've asked that and I'm going to immediately leave and try and get my fiance not to, not to go. I'll be back in a second. <laughs> okay. We're taking turns to cycle through and leave, I suppose. What's, what's the pasta? Yeah. What's going on in there now? Um, I've got a, I've got a truffle mac and cheese number going on. Oh my God. And, um, Linus has got, um, what did you go for? I've got um, I've got a, some Don't kind of green vegetable Do not turn that camera around. Our bedroom is the worst <laughs> no, it's ever no. been. What are you doing? Yeah, no, no, no. Don't look at the floor. We've seen um, it. We've seen it all, Linus. Yeah. It's, oh, too no. yeah. it's too the late. It's too late. Zoom is being recorded. You know? yeah, I'm so, well, I'm glad it's a podcast, though. People can't hear how miserable uh, my flat actually is. <laughs> well, it's a green lasagna, and it has some extra burrata on it. Because oh, wow. burrata is just the best thing. And I thought, yeah, let's go wild and crazy today. And for a man that shouldn't be eating dairy, he's eating a lot of dairy. Oh, wow. Gonna be so very you're, going to, you're going to pay big but time for this. I think I will when I sleep next to him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We shall see. <laughs> Luckily, the microphone is near my mouth and nowhere else. So hopefully you won't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned you're doing read-throughs. Can you tell us what the read-throughs are for? I think our listeners will love to hear about this. So today we had our first read-through of our new show called Gwyneth Goes Skiing, which is about the infamous court case earlier this year where Gwyneth Paltrow was sued by retired optometrist Terry Sanderson um, f- because he he uh, accused her of skiing into the back of him in 2016 and saying that that caused him a lot of injury and Gwyneth Paltrow then countersued for one dollar and it was the trial that gave us all these incredible moments such as are you friends with Taylor Swift or um, I wish you well of course the famous line that Gwyneth whispered as she exited the courtroom yeah so on uh, this is pertinent because this is the 1st of December and on the 6th of December is the last day of the tour of your last show which is which is Diana the untold and untrue story it is indeed yes the almost never ending tour Clapham Grand 6th of December yeah seven month tour 6 30 p.m buy your tickets immediately oh yes it's a 700 seat venue so there's a lot of seats to fill but we're very excited it's been selling really well yes. and it's going to be so exciting to perform in such a big space and we have the amazing suze kempner let's get yourself down to london's clapham brand baby i can't believe we're doing a show where suze kempner is the support act like that's actually <laughs> like just unreal amazing uh, Joseph, you're you're in both shows. That's correct. You play Terry, Terry and Gwyneth, and uh, well, Ornia, could you guess any that might appear in the Diana story? Also, Hugh can join in, I suppose. In the Diana story, so I listened to some of it earlier today. Oh. Charles must I, be. I, I, I feel I feel I feel Dodie. I feel Dodie. You're very good looking. You know. <laughs> Stop it, you. <laughs> and Dodie's very good looking. I believe Prince Charles is right now, King Charles. Uh, yes, yes, King Charles is correct. Uh, no Dodie in ours. No Dodie, oh. no. So who's the fourth? The Queen? The Queen's in it, but played by the wonderful Jerry Allen, currently starring in Operation Mincemeat. Mm-hmm. That's more than a striking resemblance to Olivia Coleman. It's very good casting. <laughs> uh, 
Henri Paul. Not the chauffeur. <laughs> oh, I was like, who? Oh, him? No, God, how, no, he's not how in did, How do you have Henri Paul's name to hand? Did, That's unbelievable. That? Listen, oh, he's, he's, <laughs> you know what? Are you I'd a Henri say, Paul truther? I'd say, like, the, you know, the, the death of our son could end, and for some reason, Henri Paul's name would still be on my head. It's just one of those facts <laughs> that's, that stayed with me, you know? He's your mm. Roman Empire. Mm, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the, Princess the, Diana is a lot of people's Roman Empire, right? Yeah, she's definitely mine. Mm. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, so I, I play uh, Charles. Um, I voice Charles. Um, Charles is portrayed on stage with a, a cardboard cutout. Um, I <laughs> voice and puppeteer uh, Camilla Parker Bowles. The less said about her, the better. Uh-huh. Uh, and then also make a couple of appearances as uh, as other various voices throughout the show. Oh, oh! Do you know what? I was going to say some of them, but they're so fun. You could got buy a, buy a ticket to see to hear the voices, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, yes, we'll, we'll yeah, cut it. But, um, I, I also voice um, uh, Captain Sir Tom Moore. Uh, <gasps> the... Oh, that is delicious! I have a, a real guilty pleasure. I love looking up Captain Tom merch on Amazon. Yes, you know, like you could buy like a Captain Tom handbag. You know, Captain. I mean, just it's... just it, it, you know, Captain Tom underwear. Mm-hmm. Captain Tom bong. But that got that got took off quite quickly. The bong shaped like Captain Sir Tom didn't laugh. Thought he would have wanted. I, mean, I think so. Christmas present sorted. Yeah. Oh my God, that'd be such a good Christmas present. <laughs> Everyone gets the captain's at Tom bit of merch. <laughs> Walking boots would make most sense. If I had a secretary, I'd be like, take a note. Yeah. Can I ask, is the Diana show? Is that also? Uh, is there a lot of music in that? Or is yes. It... There, um, there is a bit of music. That obviously, well, because I feel like with Diana's story, like it's told, been told many times in the Crown, etc. It's never been queer enough. It's never been camp enough. It's it's been a clear lack of dance numbers in them. So we wanted to to include that in our version and give the version that the People's Princess really deserves. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we, definitely mm. a lot of fun music. And, and the version I think she would enjoy the most as well. I think so too. Quite often we will have someone to come to the show who's met Diana or or whatever, oh, and wow. then we'll afterwards say. I think Princess Diana would have liked this. And that, I feel like that's such a compliment. I'm like, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> I think the only higher compliment than that is that the Daily Mail described it as repellent trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Greatest moment of our professional career. A real seal of approval. It was, yeah. it was quite stressful to begin with. But, you know, once we kind of got past the whole, is this going to be the end of us? And obviously it's not. We had a really lovely time with it. And it leads the poster mm. for Gwyneth Goes Skiing right at the top. Big, nice, big letters, repellent yeah. trash. So what, what made you think that, uh, sorry, I promise we'll get into the episode soon, but what, what made <laughs> Did you see that this was the Gwyneth story was something to rival Diana's story as another piece of pop culture as the trial was playing out earlier this year always like it gave us all these like weird moments and Gwyneth is such an interesting character it's not just the fact that she's a Hollywood actress like the entire goop thing is just so fascinating as well she it makes her like so fun mm. um and and as it was all going on I was saying to Joe like do you think there's a show in here I think there might be a show here and we also very much wanted to do a Christmas show. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'd been speaking to the Pleasance Theatre about doing a Christmas show with them. Um, and we had a few different ideas. And then when, I, when we sort of like started talking to the, about the Gwyneth idea, we started talking to them about the Gwyneth idea. They were very much like, yes, this is what we want. <laughs> and we thought, like, actually, we could have a lot of fun with this. Um, and here we are. <laughs> and now it's like international news. Yeah. <laughs> it was wild how 
because we announced it and it did very well and like a lot of people were very excited for it which was super nice to hear because i think our fear was always like will people the trial happened early this year will people already have moved on from it but luckily people do <laughs> have really like lacked on uh, latched on to it and then um a couple of weeks after we made the announcement it was sort of picked up by first variety and then every sort of every possible news outlet just followed so like Within 24 hours, we were like on BBC, in The Guardian, in The Times, in Rolling Stones, in like every single... Legitimate life. Yeah, like yeah. every single, especially like American news outlets covered it, uh, which was so funny. So it was just like we had a few days where it was just everywhere. <laughs> and also everyone labelled it a musical. Yeah. So we were just like, well, <laughs> sure. I mean, Do you think it's come across Gwyneth's desk herself? Somewhere oh, 100%. In HQ? There were. Oh, yeah. yeah. There, there was a few times where um, at the end of articles about the show, it would say Gwyneth's reps were contacted for comment. And so so they definitely know. And then over the next like day or two after our announcement kind of really um, went viral, uh, more and more Gwyneth Paltrow stories started coming out like, you know, just like, oh, she has a black toilet seat and she's really proud of her <laughs> daughter and she loves her husband. Those kind of like soft, soft stories that I think her oh, people must wow. push these out just to you know, push this back down a little bit, but then well, we didn't know that though. But, no, but it, it felt that way, and we were we were talking to to Leland, who's writing the music for our, mm -hmm. for our show, um, and he's based in LA, and he said to us, I, "I got a text from this particular actor who has worked with Gwyneth before, and he said I think she'd love this. She has a great sense of humor, yeah. so much like Princess Diana before her, exactly." It's what she would yeah, have wanted. Exactly. I feel like that if we, if someone was going to do it and it's being done in this way, she's at least not against it. Ha having Leland in the mix, like that's some that's real very cool. star quality. Like it's very cool. I, yeah. How did you? It's so how exciting. did you meet Leland? So obviously we were performing both our Diana show and a previous show, which is all about the the cinematic masterpiece that is the Cats musical. Amazing. Uh, the movie musical. Um, we were performing those at the Edinburgh Fringe this year and Leland came to the Edinburgh Fringe and he came to see both of our shows and we spoke to him afterwards, we had dinner with him, he was so nice and so wonderful and he really liked the shows we put on and he was saying like, oh, if you ever need another song for Diana or if you need any music to oh your shows, God, do let me know. What a compliment. And we were like, okay, well, we're going to try, we're like, we're going to hold him to that. So when we were thinking about doing the Gwyneth show, we sort of got in touch with him and be like, so would you like to write some music for it? And luckily he was like super excited. Apparently he'd wanted to, because obviously he writes a lot of the rusicals for the RuPaul mm. uh, Drag Race as well. And he'd wanted to make the court case into a rusical, but it had turned out that there weren't enough rules for the drag queens to play in it. <laughs> so they like scratched that idea. But he'd already had like an idea to make a musical about it, which was just like really funny. But your story about him spotting you at the fridge is like a fantasy that I would come up with in my head while waiting for the bus. <laughs> yeah. Like someday I'll just be doing my thing and like somebody's gonna come to our live show and be like, You you know, that's a proper yeah. meet cute. That's amazing. Oh, it, was, it was wild. I mean that's, I know that I yeah. know that Linus and, and him had followed each other on Twitter prior, but they hadn't really had any like mm. we hadn't really like we didn't know him or anything like that. No, no, but he'd spoke, like, he messaged beforehand and he was like, I'm going to Fringe this year. I'm going to come and see your Diana show. And, you know, I was like, that's really nice. But also, like, until it happens, I don't actually yeah, yeah, know yeah. how, like, yeah. if I believe it. That's so cool. And then, well, I mean, he was very much there and he had a great time and he spoke to us afterwards. And, yeah, like, we sort of stayed in touch. And, and the music he has made is just chef's kiss so good like we were listening to them today through the, uh, the read through and every single one is an earworm I mean, the 11 o'clock number mm. like the closing number of i wish you well like you will you will leave singing it you there's just it's instantly in your head it's so exciting and like frankly 
it's a good thing that like the show is great it's really funny we're gonna have a lovely time blah 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 but like the ending song is so good that it's almost irrelevant <laughs> because no matter what happens that song will happen and you'll be like oh, it's such a good time well all of this kind of stuff is having a real moment like with Bo Burnham and stuff like these songs are entering the mainstream of songs in the world right which is very cool so. absolutely and i think that's mm. it i think that, that it's nice to be creating something that's strong enough because we did the same thing with um with diana the untold non true story um uh, where's maddox our brilliant composer on that came up with similarly earwormy material and we released that soundtrack on streaming so that the cast recording so you can go and stream those songs after the show and we'll, mm. we'll be doing the same with with gwyneth because that's also part of the fun is is going home and being like oh my god I, you, I saw this show you have to listen to this song it's just so stupid and then putting it on like that it's such a treat you know when you like i can't believe when you hear your stupid words being put to like <laughs> by being like put into music by someone whose music you listen to so much and, like who's in, like, a, like a grammy award nominated songwriter and when you just hear that and it's such an incredible song and you're just like there like laughing and screaming like i can't believe He's put like amazing music to those very, very stupid words I wrote in my bedroom. Well, we uh, get stuck into the meat of the episode, and I'll do my stupid intro. And then we can keep <laughs> the rolling. loose structure of the, the podcast that we pretend exists yeah. when it's really an excuse to talk to the guests. We haven't even bothered with that so yet. So, in the past, we've oh. looked at individual people. We've done Tom Cruise, we've done Robert De Niro, we've had Catherine Hepburn. Sorry, not as guests, I should say. Just Those are incredible bookings. Um, yeah, Catherine Hepburn was a guest. <laughs> yeah. She was this quiet. Week, we're talking about a woman who, who I would say has lived dozens of lives as an academy award winner as a rock star wife an enlightened divorcee estee lauder muse philanthropist and now the high priestess of wellness she's bon <laughs> she's bona fide i never heard that bona fide bona fide what do we think bona fide she's bona fide hollywood royalty and remains constantly at the apex of cultural conversation but is gwyneth paltrow a legitimate like today we're gonna decide <laughs> i think i like th that you you struggled with bona but I think you said Gwyneth Paltrow. You did. Paltrow. Makes me suggest that she's also running a line of high quality rugs. Yeah. You know? So is it Paltrow? <laughs> it is. Yes, but it I is, yeah. with Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow. That's so good. Yeah. Our merch is sorted. Yeah, there's the merch done. <laughs> Another product for Goop. Okay, so we're going to do our three question quiz and you could just, this is just a collaborative effort. So my first question is, why is Goop called Goop? Does anybody know? Yes, I do know, because um, Gwyneth Paltrow was told that for something to be popular online, it needs to have a double O, like Google. Um, yes. And Goop is just her initials and double O in the middle. I mean, that's... It's, it's one of the stupidest exactly reasons right. I've ever heard to name anything anything. But, yeah. 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 but it's kind of good, because I guess if I had a business, I'd call it like... Yeah, we've all been on Goop. Twitter, Hugh. We've, we've all used it. Yeah, exactly. And is that <laughs> the same logic she had for naming her child? Apple and Moses. <laughs> well, Apple is yeah. again following Possibly. big, big tech. You know, double O, Ooh, then double P. True. Yeah. So the next one would be double Q. Tough to find words with double Q in them. Uh, yeah. There are some Arabic words with double Qs, I think, yeah. aren't there? Yeah. Uh, but she also wanted a word that could mean nothing and could mean anything. I mean, so, yeah. I mean, it sounds a bit kind of goopy. But I mean, it. Yeah. Well, mm. what does what does goop mean to you? It means to me like when you've got particularly bad little sleep in the corner of your eye. Yeah. Like that's real goop, isn't it? But doesn't Courtney oh, no. does Kardashian have a wellness company as well? That's something similar. But I can't think of the name yeah. of it. Yeah. Kook, yeah. Yeah. Kooky. Yeah, I mean, kook is better than goop. Yeah, yeah. But, but, well, you say that, but goop is more unique. I think kook is a word that you'd use for other things. Whereas goop, 
I, I feel like everyone knows it. Every single person knows Scoop. And I don't think that can be said for what many other, you know, like Hollywood stars, side businesses are. I'm looking at our, our initials on the Zoom. And so, Linus, yours would actually just be the word look if you yeah. followed that method. Look, yeah. But Joseph, you'd get Joom, which sounds amazing. Yeah. That sounds amazing. It sounds like a vape brand. It does. Yeah. But, but then also Martin is my is my professional surname. So my, my actual surname is, is different. It starts with a P, so then I'd have Jupe, which is Jupe. already- Jupe. Jupe. Yeah, taken. It's mm. taken. Yeah. Well, it's better than Wuzum. That's what mine is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll, it's, Wuzum. yours is complicated, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. You know? You, you would just be, <laughs> There's enough O's in there already. You know? You know? Yeah. And Anya, you'd be oh. Yeah. <laughs> what we're saying is she's done well with Goop. She's yeah, done well. yeah, she's done very well. Take she's it all back. Well. We all Take laughed at her, but this is more difficult than I imagined. Yeah. She's a yeah. pro. Hey, and we're recording this on Zoom. Whoa, it all adds oh, up. That's true. Whoa. Which was set up by Zoe. Meshanel. Meshanel. That's where I went to. Okay. Not worth it. We'll cut it. Gwyneth Paltrow um, is a big fan of alternative therapies. So she likes things like paleo diets. She drinks a lot of bone broth, all that kind of thing. But I got to give you three treatments that she likes, but one of which I've invented. Which of these is she doing? Okay. So we've got bee venom therapy, rectal ozone therapy, and mindful millinery. Millinery. Um, I'm oh, I'm gonna say mindful millinery is is up one. No, I think that sounds too real. I'd like Anya to describe each one, please. Oh yeah. Uh, so bee venom, I think, is just being stung by bees, oh. and then uh, rectal ozone therapy is what it sounds like. It's just putting uh, oxygen into your rectum. There's definitely a joke about a hole in the ozone layer with that, but I can't <laughs> quite, can't, can't quite, quite stick good. the landing. Yeah. No. And then mindful millinery is Goop has come up with a hat that you can put on that can help regulate your mood. I mean, hats do change your mood. They do. I know that there's, I don't know if something that's something Gwyneth or Goop does, but I know of the bee thing. Yeah. And I think the rectal thing sounds too goopy because a lot of their things are focus on those areas she does um, just do enemas and stuff doesn't she yeah of course ozone ozone enema. is o3 yeah. isn't it isn't isn't that the chemical symbol for o3 or for ozone so it'd be it'd have to be goop you'd have to add another o. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the noise that you make when it's happening <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goop. Uh, so we're so, saying ooh. we're saying the hats aren't real that's Mindful my mil- that's my thought yeah okay let's you're go absolutely right that. but that sounds so good mindful millinery it's not real but i think it, uh, I, I would totally believe if they were like we've got the you know like the aura ring if somebody was mm. like we've got the mindful yeah. millinery yes. hat it's not real oh yeah it was yeah. just something about might, the alliteration yeah. was too beautiful it was it too was. it was but yeah. well, we might put that in the script now yeah can we yeah. can we come up with some of the hats that might be used in mindful millinery i think it would like be a breathing bonnet or you know i mean if you wanted to be a bit more somber, you could wear a sombrero. Oh, oh. that's yeah. that's sublime. That's done it. Yeah, we're done. done. Tick. Yeah. So, so, Finished. It wasn't, a lot of wasn't pe- really funny. It was just like, oh, I guess the word somber is in the yeah. word sombrero. sombrero. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of people forget that Gwyneth had a, uh, an, an, an amazing career as an actor, which she has largely stepped away from since her daughter was born. But in 1999, she won the Oscar for Best Actress for Shakespeare in Love, which... Mm cleaned up that year at the Oscars. But who won Best Director that year and for what movie? Oh, Ooh, that's a good question, actually. So I don't think that was Shakespeare in Love. No, Shakespeare in Love did not win, even though it won. In 1999, did, did, did Sam Mendes win for, for, what? for American, American Beauty? Or was that 
That might have been no because maybe. But American, American Beauty, Beauty won best, best film as well. As well. Though, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So it's not that. What else was going on then? What other films were 1999? Saving Private Ryan. No, Saving Private Ryan. No, that was 2001. Yeah. Mm. Gladiator was 2000. Saving Private Ryan, I think, was 98. I can give you another film that did very well that year, but it's not it. It's Life is Beautiful. Yeah. The Italian film, I think, was oh, the other one. Oh, Levita and Yeah, that, oh, yeah. that cleaned up as well. That and Shakespeare and Love. He won actor. Yeah. Hmm. Um, uh, do we, is I it a famous it director? I mean, for people who... Oh, he's a, he's a, he's a, yeah. He's a big boy. He's, he's big... not enough. His I, I have no idea physically if he's or not, but he's he's <laughs> he's, he's he's big style. Well, he's a um... big boy. Come on, Linus. You've got like your Oscar knowledge is unparalleled. You've got to know this. Yeah, I know. I feel like I, I really should. So, director ninety nine. Like run through run through big directors in your head. Like who? Well, Steven Spielberg. What would he have done in the late nineties? Spielberg. James Cameron. A, a fedora could be a hat when you're hungry. Fedora. You keep working on that, yeah. Or when you're a bit annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Fedapora. Yeah. Oh, we can't. We can't leave this. Listen, we'll, we'll we'll cut down the wait time in the edit, but we can't leave this. What the best? No. The best? Or you don't want a clue, do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe a small clue. Yes, little clue. Like a big clue. Yeah, just really quiet clue. <laughs> a lot of it was filmed. I believe that. In That's our, good. In, our, in, yeah. our, in, in Ireland. In, not just, not fun. a million miles from your house here. Uh, like this was a massive, massive, massive movie. In 1999, I don't think anything happened in 1999. Like Hugh, I would put money on it that your parents in 1999 brought you down for a look at the set. Is, is it a film about Ireland or no, 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 no? Oh, uh, the the Wachowskis, no, The Matrix. What? Do you think that was filmed in Ireland? Well, it was 1999, but no, they no, should have won no, Best Director. Won That's what happens when you take the other pill and you wake up in Ireland. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, no, it's okay, I got very Dublin. excited there. What, what what genre are we talking on? You'll get it if I tell you. I would say an epic. It would be a good way of, a, of keeping it. A meanie beanie? Gladiator. No. Gladiator. gladiator. What's the year after? Yeah. Braveheart. No. Yeah. No, Braveheart was like 96 or 95. Mm. God, you've really foxed us. No, no, it's not. It wouldn't be that near your house, but if you kept going down the N11, you'd, <laughs> you'd, you'd, you'd get to it. It's getting specific. It's very specific to you. Yeah, would you be on the national road the whole time or would you hit a stretch of motorway at some point to get there a bit faster? <laughs> you'd hit a stretch of motorway. Now this is just a quiz about Irish jokes. So it's somewhere in Wicklow. Uh, give us one actor I'll give you next. another clue. I'll give you another clue, right? It was set in France. Now, is this something that they did in Bray? In, Ireland. in Bray. Set, no, further down. Keep going. Down south. Wexford. Um, a hat, yeah. a hat when you're sort of nonplussed could be a beret, beret. <laughs> set in France, but not yeah. saving Private Ryan. It is saving Private Ryan. Oh, that was said like I, 22 oh, minutes ago. It is saving what? Private Ryan. Oh my what? god! Yeah, yeah I, I, it was Missed the that. only film that I guessed because I was pretty sure it. Was. Will oh, got I'm it right so for God's sake. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It was the last, <laughs> saving the last Private film Ryan to win an Oscar for editing that was edited on a non-digital editing system. Good fact. Well, it's it's, yeah. it's a fact. It's a, yeah, it's you know, a dull fact. Yeah. But it's a it pop is. quiz question. It is correct, yeah, yeah, yeah. certainly. So you've done you've done very well on the quiz, despite uh, the which, quiz master's yeah. best. Yeah, you've efforts. done you've done terribly on you. Uh, yes, I'm so sorry. Aha, so if you wanted to like... laugh more, a Panama ha 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 hat. So we'll get into it. So the hats Please. I got. What, what we usually start with is what's everybody's opening position on Gwyneth Paltrow? How do you feel about her? Hugh, what do you think? This will be interesting. Yeah, I suppose <laughs> while while her fame has exploded, uh, 
I guess I've I've sort of missed all of that. I mean, I first heard of Goop <laughs> when you mentioned it on our alternative medicine episode uh, a number of months back. I suppose I was aware when she got married to Chris Martin. But to be honest, I knew her as an actor. You know, I knew her primarily from Seven and The Talented mm. Mr. Ripley, uh, where she plays Marge, Jude Law's uh, girlfriend. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't know a great deal more than that. Uh, but I liked her, liked her in the films I saw her in, you know. And uh, yeah, and turns out she's she's done all sorts of other stuff then too. Well, what do you think? I, a similar area to Hugh, I I was very fascinated by the um, by the the case, the trial. Like I thought it was really interesting, and I remember immediately seeing it, being like, "Well, who was the downhill skier?" Because that uh, obviously got a double barreled surname. I've been to Courcheval. Don't worry about it, everybody. Um, <laughs> but it's the the responsibility of the accident is on the the, the uphill skier. Is that that correct? I've said, I don't know who you're asking. I mean, as, I, as a former lawyer, lawyer Will, I didn't have much experience of skiing law, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, yeah. I didn't grow up a Tory, so I never went skiing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I grew up in Sweden, so you don't have to... Venus, what about you? What, like, say, pre the show or pre pre getting into it, like, pre- getting into going to Paltrow professionally? What would you take on it? Hey-o. Um... Yeah. I, Why did I say it like that? Yeah, it was it was great. I mean, the, the, I think the more I look into her, the more I love her. I actually think that like she is great. I mean, she's a very talented actor, mm-hmm. and obviously, like a lot of people ridicule like all the group things and the things she's done, and obviously the language used around like especially the divorce, which was like we're consciously uncoupling, and it's clear that she is extremely like brought up in LA and around that industry. So she obviously has. Her sense of reality is probably quite different from ours in some way. But I also think that she's surprisingly grounded. She's very clever. She's a good business lady. And all the things she's done with Goop is like so much of it centers around the vagina and female sexuality and things. And I think she's really helped remove stigma around that, which is a great thing. Um, And also the fact that she like, you know, she had an incredible career as an actor, but she's still like, this is what I want to do and this is what I feel what I feel passionate about and when to create Goop um, which I mean there's you can say a lot of things about Goop but they have yeah like a lot of their things center around female sexuality um, which is a taboo subject and I think she's really helped mm. helped with that I'd never yeah. thought about it like that actually we don't like discussing uh, female sexuality on the podcast yeah. with four men <laughs> no. I'm afraid and you you are, you you a woman on you well, well I, th- I, th- yeah. I think it's a great point because a lot of the time so much of it is dismissed as pseudoscience but actually uh she probably has like i mean she had the the, the goop lab uh documentary on netflix and stuff and yeah you know she had betty dodson on that i think and like there was you know she's yeah maybe she doesn't get the credit she's she's due jo- joseph uh how did you feel about her before you you did the show yeah so i i was very much of the opinion of like oh i know she's been in a whole bunch of films but i haven't really seen i didn't I, I wasn't sure if I'd seen any Gwyneth Paltrow films because I, I don't mm. watch a lot of films. I'm very lazy with films, very bad at films. Um, so I really just knew her as this, yeah, like super LA type, you know, the, the Goop is a, an inherently ridiculous name, all of that kind of stuff. But I, I've actually done the same thing as, as Linus in that I, I still haven't seen that many films he's been in. We've watched a couple and like, you know, she's a talented 
actor, I don't know if a lot of the films that she did were very good, or they maybe were good at the time, but they don't mm. age well. well. We've also chosen um, films like View from the Top. That's not that's like known for being very bad because that's very like Sliding Doors. People talk about as a classic, and like the concept is great, but the execute the mm. film is just is not great. But the, the main thing for me is you mentioned the Goop Labs. <laughs> we were watching that on on Netflix, and she said this thing about how Goop is is constantly ridiculed and it's always the one that people go like oh this is so stupid and this thing for your vagina blah 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 but then a few years down the line those things that they were ridiculed for make their way into the wellness community in a in a more kind of generally accepted way <clears throat> and they yeah. actually kind of are at the i'm not saying that it's because a lot of it is nonsense right and, and i would imagine that a degree of it or quite a strong degree of a lot yeah. of their stuff is is placebo effect, uh, but if that also works, then then great. Do you know what I mean? So I have I have done it about ten. I think she. I think the thing is for me, she she is a legitimate like because she is self aware and she knows that like she's made a candle called "This Smells Like My Vagina" and one called "This Smells Like My Orgasm," and she knows what that is. She knows how ridiculous that is, but it still works and it does what she wants it to do. Like she's smart. She's fucking smart. Well, I always remember I read an interview with her where she was talking about smoking and how she always keeps like a packet of cigarettes in the house in case anybody ever wants a cigarette. And I was like, okay, obviously I think that's terrible. Part of me thinks it's terrible. Part of me is like, oh my god, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. You know, like she does. She yeah. is very LA cool girl and. I, like she's you know when she was in Shakespeare in Love and she went to the Oscars in the pink dress and she was like very much the Hollywood starlet but she kind of has grown up into like the cool older sister who who moved out of state yeah. you know I think I think yeah I think she's got a very cool aura that's I, I can't really think of another celebrity who has that sort of who who has the same sort of attitude no. she'd sit she'd, you'd go to her house and if she asked you if you wanted to smoke a joint with her you would and you'd know it'd be grade A stuff. <laughs> well, she sells little holders for them on Goop, doesn't she? Shut up, isn't she? I that Is it like a Cruella de Vil style joint holder? That'd be amazing. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> uh, but anything you, any sort of receptacle you can think of for her house, she has a stainless steel or like jade version of it that you can buy. Yeah. Uh, or, Will, would you like some 18 carat dumbbells, maybe? I can, I can only do 15 carats at a time. I think my favorite goo product was a bag that was designed to carry a watermelon. So that watermelon bag that was still sold for like obviously a ridiculous amount. And I mean, yeah. To be fair, yeah, like, like, it's always great. a nightmare when you get to the shop and you haven't got your watermelon yeah. bag. You're like, oh, I'm gonna have to yeah. buy another one. The thing that always makes me kind of sad, that you know, all the bone broth stuff. I'm like, imagine being that wealthy and like having that much time, and like you can't. Like, she does all this intermittent fasting. I mean, it must be yeah. a little bit joyless. I think so. You're like you, you know, you the, the, the idea that you can mm. have all of the most beautiful and exotic foods in the world, and I imagine that she does do that at some point. But yeah, to be like. No, I'm going to drink some beef juice. But she that, does like, eat also, a lot don't of get me wrong. No, hang on, hang on. Before you go, I just need to have a rant about bone broth, right? Yes. <laughs> Finally. Strap in, guys. Ooh, I had this rant today with our stage manager. I like bone broth fine, right? The concept, sure. I'll tell you what it is, though. It's £3.50 for a glass bottle of stock. And stock's good. Stock's healthy. Like, absolutely, sure. But what you're doing is you're packaging up Bovril and being like, hi, everyone, I'm on my wellness journey. It's the same stuff. And it's fine. But like, you know, it's it's a, it's accessible for everyone. It's just called stock. <laughs> it's the self-awareness <laughs> thing again. Yeah. Do you know what? It's getting a lot of airtime on Legitimate Likes because you'll hear in next week's episode a little teaser, Stuart Wellington talking about his... Every, bone broth, broth is it's a big so, thing yeah. at the moment. It is. 
Our, co- our corner shop it. sells it. And we're, we're just, you could do a line of it, and you could be like, "It's just, it's just stuck," and that could be the. the oh. And I mean, I, I'm a vegetarian, and I'd buy it. And you'd sell yeah. yours for like eleven twenty as well, you know. So you could really. <laughs> Lena, sorry, you were saying something there before we went on our bone broth journey. Oh, well, what was I saying? I think I was just disagreeing with Joseph when he was criticizing something. Well, what were we saying? That's not right. Yeah, <laughs> bedroom versus living room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, well, actually, like she does eat a lot of ridiculous things, and obviously, like she does all the fasting. I mean, she's ridiculously skinny, um, but she also like. I think we're part of Goop is to embrace both sides. I think there, there's a quote that she said sometime that was like, "Goop is the like the perfect combination of like laser treatments and." something natural so like it's not like oh we're just doing like hippy dippy stuff and rejecting any kind of you know like 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 you say like she has cigarettes at home like you can do wellness but you can still allow yourself to do like it doesn't have to be everything has to be natural blah 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 it can be the mix of you know natural and unnatural things and like she obviously does all this treatment and stuff but she also like cooks food and eats food and enjoys alcohol and enjoys these things as well i mean probably not very often but still occasionally well she said in her vogue questions right her 74 questions or whatever it is with vogue they said like what's your biggest sin and she said my week was it my weekly or my monthly glass of wine yeah you my know? weekly alcoholic drink <laughs> oh wow girl come on i would i would absolutely love to do i don't know why they would want to do this but to do vogue 73 questions and just to sort of waft around my austere apartment saying things like i love jordan almonds for breakfast and yeah, you know, but you'd be like usually my freezer defrosts by accident and i have to eat all the contents mm, I like it. Yeah, this, this happened to me recently i ate like 40 corn nuggets uh, because they're defrost. but i wouldn't say that well in the fantasy you know sorry I would absolutely chat about corn nuggets. I, I love a yeah. corn nug. You know, can't get enough. So, <laughs> Linus and, and Joseph, were you Shakespeare in Love fans, or did, Never seen did, it. did that kind of, I haven't seen it? I, Joseph, I think you've got a very Shakespeare in Love look. Oh, doesn't he? Yes, yeah, true. You. Because I can't afford a haircut, yeah. but thank you. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. And like, it's a uh, good uh, film. The... I don't know if it's a film that deserves to be best film of the year, but it is a good film. Yeah, it's no Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, it's one of those though. You're kind of like. Yeah, it's good, but really, you know, like it's like dances with oh, wolves. Dance wolves is you know? terrible. Dances with wolves. Oh, my God. oh it's, it's not awful. terrible. If you actually watch it, it's fine. But like Goodfellas was that year. You know, come on, <laughs> come on. This is the Goodfellas podcast. I think Shakespeare Love maybe but... was just a movie that like it was very different to anything else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was, yeah. it was kind of funny and camp and, uh, like it, it made Shakespeare interesting. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, and I, I'm, I mean, you know, possibly it's we should say that you know maybe the Oscars isn't always the the perfect reflection of the greatest you know movie made there. I don't, that's a wild take. But <laughs> you it. slow down there, Hugh. It You'll also calm doesn't. Down. Doesn't Judy Dench? Doesn't Judy Dench win an Oscar with the shortest? Yeah, time I, on going, I, I thought you were going to like... say Oscar with shortest hair. I was like, <laughs> 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 yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she... yeah, Judy Dench playing the shaved-headed queen. <laughs> That, that would be amazing. Um, oh, I, th- I think it's a great, it's a great film. And isn't that Joseph Fine or whatever he's called? Yeah. Fines? Oh, is it Joseph yes. Fine? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, before he had to do exclusively evil roles, like yeah. Commander Warford <laughs> and The Handmaid's Tale and so forth. So you know, good for him. <laughs> it's also, it's also just wild that she was. That was in part of that. We have a line about it in the show where, um, like, she was the. It was her era where she was, for some reason, inexplicably, inexplicably British. 
she was oh, yeah. British in every film mm. that she did for a while. Uh, what? I mean, Why? it was Emma, it was Sliding Doors, it was Shakespeare in Love. Yeah. I'm surprised she wasn't cast at Bridget Jones, actually. I was going to say, do you think she was on an exchange program with Renee Zellweger? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> possibly. Just, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, she was. Uh, she does have quite a, an English rose look, though. So yeah. maybe she just kind of fit the bill a bit. And, yeah. and she lived, lived in Belsize Park, just up the road from me. So Did she? Yeah, that's where she first started Goop as a newsletter in 2008 from her oh. Belsize Park home. We heard earlier today that for a while her and Chris Martin um, lived in, um, in Highgate. In Highgate which is where we're based. Um, oh. So, I know, so yeah, it's, clearly we have a deep spiritual connection to Gwyneth Maltrow. Yeah. There you go, yeah. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Guys, as the keepers of all things Winter Paltrow, what did you make of conscious uncoupling? Genius or pain in the i mean as i remember when i i remember first reading about it obviously when she did it Linus, what year did she divorce him was it 20 2014 consciously um, uncouple him come on joseph consciously, sorry consciously uncouple yes. 2014 and i remember reading it and just oh, like, that... you know, doing the biggest eye roll as yeah. we all did it just being like what does this even mean like this is so stupid and the thing is the term is still inherently ridiculous but actually now i'm actually really on board with it as a as a, mm. as a less loaded term than divorced i yeah. like it's still stupid but it makes it more sense and i guess it's quite nice when you have children and when you divorce it on good terms yeah 100 yeah, because i think when i looked into it isn't it more about the idea of like uh reclaiming the idea of who you are outside of the relationship which i and I, I divorce is very loaded as a term mm. you're right yeah i suppose the problem that and again not that i have a massive problem with it but like the one thing i would say is like yeah but but people people can do that anyway you know like ultimately we don't care you know mm. like well i guess everyone does care because she's massively famous yeah. but it's like lots of people lots of normal people do this anyway and, and, don't, and don't, give, don't give it a wanky name just it doesn't it doesn't need a celebrity to put a, a, a name like that on it yeah but it wasn't necessarily i mean i yeah. don't think she necessarily did it to do the name so it's like when they were a couple and they're both that level of famous then they kind of have to announce that they're um that they're splitting up because otherwise you know like if they start seeing someone they will just be like loads of headlines about them cheating or whatever sure. and then they were like how do we do this in a way that is good for yeah. us and the family and i guess they just thought that was a nicer way than saying we've divorced yeah. but it, it almost took all the the air out of the divorce thing nobody was really thinking yeah. that they were split up because yeah. they, were, they were too busy you know it did take a lot of the heat out of it whereas i mean mm. and hollywood is littered with disastrous messy Breakups. I mean, that's what we see more. Like, look at Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, or um, uh, Anna Faris and Chris Pratt. You know the way Chris Pratt became inexplicably evil 
you know about five years ago yeah that. that's what happens yeah. when you put on a certain amount of muscle i, I have to believe if you remain fine, I'm not doing it. yeah me, that's the only reason it. i'm not doing it as well yeah yeah <laughs> uh but yeah so i think maybe it was kind of nice to have a blooper because didn't they they did stay on very good terms like they've holidayed with their kids as a family unit and stuff since yeah they they, they still they they still hang out with their with them and the kids and so stuff there was an article about it recently right that she says she thinks of him as like a brother now which is a bit weird but yeah, yeah. sure but yeah they seem to be very stay on very good terms because yeah. I guess you are kind of stuck together forever if your parents are the same kid whether or not it's on good terms yeah. or bad terms so maybe they were kind of paving the way for because for co-parenting and you know yeah we see only yeah. but that's the thing that gets In me the... Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin did not pave the way for people co-parenting <laughs> like people have been co-parenting people can co-parent just fine without Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin oh, I don't, I don't know so. if I have kids I'm going to need them to look after my kids okay, yeah. Yeah. okay. well actually yeah, yeah. fair enough yeah. Fair enough, I retracted. Yeah. <laughs> and they and they and I was disappointed they broke up. I thought they were a lovely couple. If I can just say, I'd like to go on the record. Yeah. Um I think Chris I I I said that was a lovely marriage. Who's he with now? Is it Katy Perry or somebody mad? Shut up. No, 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 she's, she's with, with Orlando. Orlando. No, it's not. Orlando Bloom. Oh yeah, she's with Orlando Bloom. Oh, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. I can get behind that. Well, I don't know, they seem quite you could. weird. Oh, Dakota Johnson. <laughs> Is it Dakota Dakota Johnson? Oh, Fifty Shades. Yes. Oh. Oh, and, a, and a, as of two hours ago while recording this, um, Gwyneth Paltrow joins ex-Chris Martin, his partner Dakota Johnson, and children Apple and Moses on a helicopter after spending Thanksgiving together in the Hamptons. That oh, sounds yes. lovely, doesn't yeah. it? That sounds absolutely lovely. Apart from the helicopter you know? bit, I'm all on yeah. board. Oh, I'd hate the helicopter. If I was rich, I think I'd really struggle with how many helicopters I'd be required to go on. <laughs> You, you know, I think if you're that rich, I think even now actually, you just don't have to go on them. Do you think you'd have to on you? Yeah, but it'd be embarrassing when I was up at the ski lodge in Aspen, everyone else yeah. was helicoptering up the slopes, and I was like, "Oh no, thanks guys, I think I'll just wait for the 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 bus transfer." You're like Dennis Burkamp getting getting a boat <laughs> yeah. for all your matches. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't think I'd like that. Especially also if I was the president, you know, the pre- you know, he goes up in Marine One. I'd hate that. I'd absolutely hate that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is the only thing that's stopping you running for president. It's, yeah. It's like it's like Will with the Chris Pratt muscle yeah, issue. Yeah. yeah. So it's just that's all that's kind of holding us back. So do you think Goop is she so self aware that she knows it's a grift, or does she truly buy into it? Well, think? I think she buys into it, and mm-hmm. but obviously there's both. Like I. I think she's a great, she's probably like a very clever businesswoman, but also very into wellness and all these things. So, so, you, so like, obviously she still has, to, obviously like it's still a business uh, that she's yeah. running as a business, but it's also in yeah. something she believes in. Yeah, I, I always feel like she's kind of laughing at it. Not laughing at it, but she's kind of, she, she, yeah, I don't know. I think she has got a little bit of self-awareness, I think, about it. I mean, naming a candle, this smells like my vagina, is just like, I think that, shows that she has awareness of it and like she knows I mean, that that's, well, that's, gonna... that's very self-aware yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's very aware of a lot about yourself yeah exactly but like she knows that that's kind of like ridiculous and that that will probably like make headlines and then it, it will sell yeah. out yeah it's like all yeah. those penis pancake places that pop up and penis waffle <laughs> places very like that i do think i do think one thing i will say on it is that watching the netflix series um each episode of one of these Goop Lab series was about a different uh, thing that they try. Like one episode is about microdosing, the other is about a particular thought or form of therapy where like there's no contact, but it's all to do with energies and all this kind of stuff. Um, and the thing I thought was interesting was that for the vast majority of those 
therapies, i.e. flying to Jamaica and microdosing mushrooms or going to, was it Iceland or somewhere and jumping in freezing cold water and all, all these stuff that's supposed to be amazing for you. On a lot of those, her goop staffers went and she did not. And the one mm. that she did join in more is like the intermittent fasting one or the massage one. So like anything that's like a bit weird, like a bit challenging, she has to go and do anything. She didn't do, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> like she's not getting in the helicopter, basically. <laughs> Essentially that. She's, she's waving the other people off <laughs> the mountain. Yeah, I'm going to Falcho. I'm not jumping into cold water. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, I, yeah, I can't even imagine that. But then it's interesting because the cold water swimming has become that now there are accepted mainstream benefits or the microdosing. Now there's arguments that there are, you know, it is helpful for mental health issues to microdose and everything. So, I mean, but I, I guess she's throwing a lot at the wall and seeing what sticks because a lot of it yeah. is... Definitely more ridiculous, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I saw an interview with that as well, where they were talking about like how do you choose which which ones to endorse, and she's like, we try, like we are very open, and we we try a lot of things, and the ones we don't like or the ones we don't think are work, we don't talk about. So it's like they're probably a bit more selective than we see as well. Obviously, it's debatable whether all the things they endorse work, but but I think at least she she admits that, like that they actually try a lot of things before yeah, which... deciding which one to support. So yeah. does she is, of... is she regularly regularly coffee enamoring then? Is that I haven't asked. Yeah. yeah, well, I think that should be if you if if she does come to the show. It's not yeah. most of the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's not most of the show Linus laying towels out and lying <laughs> on his side. That's that's the like if you know if we get to the end of the show and we're like oh we're five minutes short then we'll put in a coffee enema bit <laughs> if you could yeah has anyone seen the Maxwell House I just no they probably use some sort of uh... is Maxwell House a brand in the UK um is it co- is it a coffee brand yeah I know yeah, I know yeah. Just, yeah. well I like to think maybe she uses something a little more oh, yeah I'd say she's Got a little aero press and yeah. I mean, at bare minimum, she's a Nescafe a zero if she's going instant. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but I am sort of. I mean, I I don't know. I have never met a human who's bought anything from the Goop website. Have you guys ever? I think. Well, I mean, I don't think it's as, it's as big anywhere else as it is in the states, obviously. And also, I think mm. it's. I mean, looking at the prices, it's etc. Like it's definitely targeted at people above my pay grade. <laughs> um, Jade egg is sixty six dollars at the minute, but mm. it's on final sale. So, you know, if you want to treat your vagina... Yeah, now's the time. But Goop also do a lot of food deliveries and they have a lot of, like, food pops up there. They sell all kinds of food. So we were actually talking to Leland and he was saying that, like, there's, like, a food um, takeout that I order from quite often that do, like, pizzas and all kinds of, like, food. Um, that Like, that ranges from, you know, like, super healthy to, like, le- to fast food, but in, like, a healthier kind of way. Um, and yet a Goopy pizza... It sounds appealing, but an entirely different way to how she probably <laughs> she would to. imagine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, in, ter- in terms of the the uh, the court case, do you think she was loving it, the experience of it? Like, what do you think her take was on it? I mean, afterwards, she said that she didn't that that it was a stressful experience, basically, um, which it probably was. But I do think she comes across so well in it. Um, yeah. Like, she seems so calm and collected. She answers every single question so well. Like she never really stutters or anything, and she just comes across really well. Um, also, the move of only suing him for one dollar 
is a mm. is a real classy move of like yeah. I'm not plus, here plus to. Plus illegal things, obviously. Plus I'm massive. It, it is, oh, yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a thing that people do, I guess. Yeah. I love Will's idea of what's classy. You know, like <laughs> that's classy. <laughs> but God, Will only ever sues anyone for a dollar. Right. I think Will's right though. I think that kind of like you know keeping keeping your reputation of like no no that's that's not what it's about. It's about the fact that he's trying to get money out of me for a thing that did not happen. Like absolutely, Go I'm off, not going to settle out of court just. <laughs> to let him win uh, and yeah. not get to the attention like I am actually gonna speak my truth do you think he was delighted when he turned around and Gwyneth Paltrow had zoomed into him allegedly like is that well is that the... I think it's hard to say because I also think that I do think that he believed his version um, yeah yeah even if it didn't hold up, hold up in court but there are so many questions about his story um, and the first thing, supposed the first thing that he wrote to his daughters on Facebook, double yeah. O, because he didn't realize that he would get into Gwyneth Paltrow straight away. It wasn't until a bit later. And the first thing he sent to his daughter, um, daughters on Facebook, was like, "I'm famous." Oh. So, like, that is not necessarily something you would do if you're the victim of a mm. thing. Well, I don't know. Well. If Brad Pitt punched me, I think. Ah, I'd but be you'd like, open yeah. with Brad Pitt punched me. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> if you punch Brad Pitt, you'd open with "I'm famous." <laughs> Hugh, I love the idea of you suing Brad Pitt and you in your Gwyneth glasses and the little cream jumper mm. every morning in court, coyly, coyly looking but over the witness box. You'd love it, wouldn't you? That's, if let's you punch Brad Pitt, you wouldn't then be able to talk about it because of the rule. What's the rule? Well, you're not, not supposed true. to talk about Fight Club, aren't you? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I got so excited. I got so excited when I saw that. I was like, I, I, can I say all the words right? I don't know if I can. Well, of course, Brad Pitt is an ex of yes. the Paltrow. I was just going to say, mm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she went out with Ben Affleck. Like, she's really... I think if you go out with one of them, you have to go out with the other one, don't you? I mean, oh, it's like a buy one, get yeah. one. Yeah, but leave buy one leave one like those pennies that are you get you get uh, you, you get a coupon and you can go out <laughs> a coupon. Oh god! Uh, but it's funny. I think it's really interesting that she says she just doesn't really like acting because she was obviously very well. Whether or not we think she was talented or not, like she was, she was winning awards. Oh, she was good. Yeah, no, she was good, and yeah. she was winning Golden Globes and winning Oscars. But I think it's really interesting that she'd rather shill wellness stuff. Like, I just find that so interesting that that was because I mean, for a lot of for people who are actors. She she was at the apex of it, and she's basically walked away from it all. I, just I think it was so. having yeah. kids, wasn't it? You had the kids, and yeah. the priorities changed. You're like, actually, like, here's this thing that I can do that I enjoy. I mean, I think it's also because she yeah. obviously grew up like her mum was uh, an actress, her dad was yeah. a film director and producer. Like, she very much grew up in that world. Steven Spielberg was her, her godfather, so she starred in film from very mm. a very young age and was obviously also very good at it. But I, then it's like maybe it wasn't, you know. I guess it's different when you don't grow up in it then you really have to choose a career as into when you just are able to fall into it in a way that's true um, yeah. yeah yeah but then also i think she said that all the goop stuff and her sort of like interest in wellness really came from when her dad got ill and then died that's when she really started taking like an active interest in it and i guess like those kind of things and having children just really like changed mm. her outlook on life and her priorities yeah i just think it's so interesting that she's managed to reinvent herself so many different times. Like I don't yeah. think there's ever been a time where she's fallen off the the cliff of kind of cultural. No, well, no someone fell into her. Mm. Sorry, Will. No, terrible. Sorry, terrible. let me say that again. It was too good. I want that in the edit. Go, <laughs> <good>. <laughs> uh, take, take it from the top. Uh, someone fell into her. 
you know, because of the court case. Oh, was... very good. <laughs> very good, yes. very strong. Sorry, I, it yeah. was horrible having to say it again, actually. <laughs> really. Your skin is crawling, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a question. Do you, if, do you reckon that if she'd never made sliding doors, you would never have made this play? <laughs> I mean, if, if she had have made sliding doors, that was her second British film. Would she have been cast in Shakespeare in Love if she hadn't she hadn't made sliding doors? Because that's kind yeah. of I, can, was... I completely buy into the sliding doors theory, and I think it's a massive had... Shakespeare in Love moment. Yeah, yeah. she hadn't exactly. If she hadn't have made it, no, we wouldn't be doing this show. Also, I'm glad she did because we have so many sliding jokes, jo- sliding doors, <laughs> jokes, and references inside this show. And do you reckon, Linus, if you hadn't done Salad Days, you wouldn't have done this show? Um, absolutely. <laughs> please tell your Salad Days story, Linus. Please, it's one of my favourite stories ever, ever, ever. <laughs> oh no, this is a really embarrassing story, actually. So, I yeah, yes, all the better. So, Will and I met filming a pilot uh, for a TV show called Salad Days. Is that the story? Is that Um, the embarrassing part? That you have to work with Will? That was pretty embarrassing. Imagine working with me. That's the story. Mortifying. The embarrassing thing is my audition story, um, (laughs) which I don't think I've told very much because it's that level of embarrassing. But I think, because I auditioned for one of the bigger parts. I don't know if it was... was it your part, Will? I don't remember, actually. I'd say if it was, I'd they were miserable being... that they cast me instead of you, because I did a I bad job. So. Shut up, it was great! I was cast like in a very small part that was like the boyfriend of one of the characters who was just like an awkward person, because clearly that's what I can do. Um, <laughs> Famously awkward characters my... like Gwyneth Paltrow and Princess yeah. Diana. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can play awkward men or glamorous women. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but my... When I auditioned for it, I I mean, I was also quite new to the UK. I hadn't lived here for a year at that point. And I remember coming straight from the airport, being quite like, you know, nervous and excited because it was at, um, it was at Sony, I think, the audition. Yeah. And I, ha- I was in there with like another actor and we were reading this scene. And as part of the scene, it says that we were taking out these raps um, and... I read it as, I mean, I was thinking, you know, wraps like tortillas. Um, so I was there, like, you know, miming as if I was eating a wrap. And we, like, we did the scene. And then the other actor was like, um, so how do they take this drug? Because there was this drug in the story, which I hadn't really understood from reading the pages, that actually what we were doing was taking a drug <laughs> that they had, like, in, in these plastic right. wraps. And I read it as in like, oh, they're eating tacos, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even realize there was a drug in the in that scene we were doing. And I'm just like, I've just been there like miming eating eating a tortilla, where I'm meant to be doing drugs. Um, and I think I think the other actor who I was doing it with said that kind of out of nicety to me, like being like, so how oh. do they? So, just so that like. I would understand that what I was doing was completely this guy's up. <laughs> eating a burrito whilst yeah. I'm trying to snort some cocaine. <laughs> and then, then I was like, oh, they start talking about drugs. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I'm like, oh, God. And then, yeah, I mean, somehow they still cast me in it. Um, although not in one of the main parts. <laughs> <laughs> so Salad Days, did this, is this something we can see somewhere? I don't I think not. so. No <laughs> No, I, I oh, there's some good bits of it in your show, really. Oh yeah, there is actually. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not criticizing the project. I just don't think I want anyone seeing me, me from that time. Joseph, yeah. you were very like a proud mum there. 
I, I genuinely look okay so they must have done, what, you, what you did Saladay's just wasn't it while you were at the rap party for Saladay's that we texted saying that we liked each other the drug party oh, was actually oh, a so rap party yeah, it was a tortilla <laughs> the burrito party, party. Yeah. the burrito party and it was really awkward because Joseph turned up with all this heroin and everyone was yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> wait so with what that, am I going to do with it now at, at that at that tortilla fiesta that, that was that was where you first texted each other to say you liked each other was that was that when that I mean, was? there was the rap party? Yeah, that's actually when we like we'd been speaking a bit before, but I think that's when you got like really flirty because I think you were a bit drunk, yeah. oh. and then I obviously wasn't yeah. the well, rap party. Can I, I just drunk. say this? This is a show I would watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. none of this uh, was in it. <laughs> <laughs> but what I, I so I saw Saladay's. Uh, like I saw the link. I watched the video. Whatever when it was made, I actually really really enjoyed it. I thought you were very good. Will you know? Oh, that's so kind. I I think I was. I I again. I think the project was great. I had a lovely time. But I look back on it like so deeply embarrassed because at least you did oh, the no. embarrassing thing in the audition, Linus. <laughs> I had this thing in my head that I like that you had to do things as an actor. And I was like, oh, my gosh. my character, I think his name was Phil. Uh, he oh, he <laughs> did stuff. Uh, he was a real like, like uh, fuck the system, like anti-capitalist, like a free yeah, agent you. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. God, that must have been hard. It was a big yeah. stretch for me in my Courcheval Tory suits. Um, but I decided that he would do every, he would question everything. So I'd like hold glasses of wine like this, like with my, I'd hold them like all oh. weird. So when you watch it, there is a bit where I pick up a glass with my finger just in the glass of wine and sip it. And it doesn't look like a choice. It looks like a mad person. <laughs> Do they keep being like, I think Will needs medical attention. He's had no, because it's, it's never referenced in the script because I decided to do that, spoke to no one about and, well, it. Why, why did nobody, why did the director not say, oh, Will, sorry, I think you're, you're I think, picking up the glass of wine. I think that was the least, the least of their worries. Will, I should say, Will was very good in it and also very nice. Like, I just remember being so incredibly Aww. awkward, but Will was always super nice. And I oh, remember spilling lovely. beer down the front of me when we were all at the, like, pub after the first read through or something and Will was just like no one saw that and that, I remember that was very nice at the time because I was just awkward and clumsy I don't remember that at that all is, that is a lovely lie for, yeah. Yeah. Well, right. <laughs> yeah, for me to tell that lie I absolutely had to have seen it happen so yeah. 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 I don't know why that's so embarrassing spilling something on yourself you know what I mean like, oh it's terrible it's terrible yeah. and particularly if it's like or you know like you're eating something with tomato sauce and suddenly there's just a little red blob and you're like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to anyone. You know, you're like, what? It's just when you don't know people because then it just looks like, I mean, I don't know, because then they don't know you outside of that and like when the limited interaction they mm. have of you is you either spilling beer on yourself or pretending to be a tortilla. And it's quite awkward. This guy's never heard of drugs and doesn't know what beer is. Yeah. Does he? Doesn't know where to put it. He's pouring on yeah. his chest. <laughs> and ironically, Linus, you were probably holding the glass completely correctly. I was actually holding it with my hand. Yeah. Clearly, not, clearly not well enough not to spill. Will, did you hold it like Kim Kardashian in that photo shoot you did with the champagne? Just on your... I wish. Uh, on, my, yeah. on my tush. No. Yeah. No, it was yeah. in my hand, finger in a bit of the Ribena. I also had no. to go around. My character did like mind sweeping at a party and uh, they just had like undiluted Ribena in wine glasses. <laughs> and we did like eight takes Ooh. of it and I was just downing so what's them. what's mind, mind sweeping? Uh, do you know what mind sweeping is a concept? Like when you go around a... <laughs> I don't do it. I will phrase <laughs> okay. it. Like that. But when, when someone goes around at a pub and just takes the last bits of empty drinks and, and down. <laughs> Look, that is a pre-COVID thing, man. Students would do it, I imagine. <laughs> have, you, have you ever mind swept? 
Much like Princess Diana, God rest her soul. <laughs> I have. I can remember having done that at a party. It was also like when I was very new to the UK and I was so drunk. And I just remember the morning after being like, I just remember going around drinking every like glass I could find. Like, oh, and that's just... And that was really like February great. 2020, was that when you were doing yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that was, it was back in 2015, wasn't it, Salad Days? It was like a, a group of young people who decided to try and sell drugs, I think was the concept. Yeah. 2014, wasn't it? Was it 2014? Yeah. Jeez. Well, yeah, <laughs> Joseph remembers. See so you filmed just one episode. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I, I, I then pitched to people and then for some reason went nowhere. I Yet. mean, there was almost no amount of money Yet. I wouldn't pay to see this. <laughs> I this, I have a copy of it on a hard drive somewhere. Don't say hard drive. Maybe a decade on. It's, it's aged very well a do you decade want me to, on. Do you want me to yeah. say semi-drive? What do you want me to say? A soft drive? <laughs> Flaccid drive. No, Lena and Joseph, I know you don't want to give away your trade secrets, but is there anything else that you've seen that you'd love to make into a show? Like- we always we always do have a few kind of show ideas on on the go and the way that we the way that we work as a as a duo when we're kind of workshopping those ideas is we, we have several I've said this to people and people either say this is genius or this sounds like my worst nightmare. So um mm-hmm. but we create a WhatsApp group with just the two of us for each different concept or idea. Great. And then that means that oh. when we have like a throwaway idea, we're like, just put it in the WhatsApp group and then you can put it in there, forget about it. And then you, you've got them all in one place. It's easier than like collaborating on a Google Doc or anything like that. And you just have them all in one place. Big, like, oh, big listen, fan of it. Can, can we say right now, I think anything is easier than collaborating on a Google Doc. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's the worst thing in the I world. I'm obsessed with them. I don't. Oh, I no, can't. they're dreadful. No, can't be dealing with it. We, we have one for uh, keeping our schedule for the podcast. It's a sheet, though. Crucially, it's Excel sheet is better than a Google Doc. No, but it's still doc. not good. Doc. I still feel like every time, I've never once been like, I'll simply access the schedule, update the schedule, and digest the information I need from the schedule. Mm. Like, some of those have to be like, sorry, does anyone have the link to the... It's, yeah. yeah. I, I, but I, that's because, Anya, anytime we try to log into the email, you enable two-factor authentication or whatever, so you have to get a text so that you can let us in. I mean, how? what secrets are we hiding in the legitimate likes Google Drive? Wait, wait, Hugh, I don't have that. I just log in. I'm always, I never log out. Listen, yeah. Will, just yeah, you, that's, you. that's where I am roughly. But if I'm, if I'm suddenly on a new device, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, then again, like, it's not a great sentence. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I mean, you've got to say a new hard device here. Uh, but yeah, so what? Yeah. So WhatsApp? Do that, like always. The WhatsApp groups. I promise you, it's that's the way great. forward. Just Stormy Daniels, Stormy Daniels, and Trump. Oh, I don't want to no. do anything do about Trump. I don't want to Fair do. Enough. I mean, I think the work we do tends to be quite political in a silly way, but I don't think I would want to go into like actual politics. Um, I'm also, I'm also mm. reticent to do the same idea twice. As in, like, I, I'm yes. well aware that Liz has played a, a famous blonde woman is now playing another one, but like, ah, it's different. Yeah, exactly. But like, yeah, we tell mm. the story, Diana, and do this particular court case, and then like, you know, there are other. There are other things that have happened or pop culture based stuff. I'd like I grew up in a village of 500 people, right? Like the the kind of small, very small, quaint British life thing with that. Like, I'd love to see what like Linus's idea is as someone who grew up in the forest in Sweden and then looks at how British culture works. Like I, those kind of like stuff like that is 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 interesting to me mm. as a concept, right? Like it's I have fun doing the thing, but I don't ever as a company, I don't want. I don't ever want pe- people to come and see something we do and go, oh, it's like the last thing, but they've repackaged yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like true. Just Princess Anne, the untold story. Yeah. And yeah. That, I think that's oh, the I thing. Ca- like, no word of a lie. I got a message from a friend today saying, I'm meeting Princess Anne tomorrow in the moment. My planned outfit is your Diana t-shirt. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. That's incredible. I yeah, really I hope they do it. 
go and follow yeah, Joseph on Twitter to get an update on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you'll hear about it. Well, when we had like where when we're doing the Jellicle show, the one about cats, like everyone just like, what film will you like do a show about next? The, yeah. And then we're doing the Diana show. People were always like, yeah, like are you gonna do Harry and Meghan now? Or what are you gonna do next? And now we're doing the Gwyneth, mm. like. People are already like asking about like other court cases and stuff. And I think, yeah, I think like Joseph is saying, like, I think the key thing is that the next thing we do, I mean, it's probably going to be queer and stupid and surround, like be something around pop culture, but it's not going to be, I mean, I don't think I'll be playing a woman in the next one because it's just so much effort, (laughs) like (laughs) hair and makeup and everything. And I'm just like, I want, I miss those days where I could just like get ready in five minutes and go walk onto stage. Yeah. Um, so that that but that might just be like a lazy want from me. Um, How long does the transformation to Diana take? The Diana one. If I you got it down now quite yeah. quick, it doesn't take too long. Yeah, because I, I think like towards the end of the tour, I was just getting more and more tired. So I was just you know you're like, like ten minutes. You're like, blah, 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 yeah, it's like the end, I think half an hour I can do it in, but that's minimum. Yeah. Oh wow. I'm okay. I'm working with uh, some drag performers at the moment and they come in full in full face because they're like yo this takes like at least an hour and a half two hours and like the aerial mm. performers in the corner warming up and i just walk in with my noodles going mm, i'm ready <laughs> yeah. so yeah i am di- yeah. i'm dying my hair gray for this run of the show because the the absolute effort that it was to put in a, a load of like silver and gray hair gel and dry shampoo and stuff to get the look right is i cannot be bothered <laughs> I'm just going to cut and that it all has it. to get washed out and everything. Ugh. Exactly, yeah. it's not yeah. worth the effort. Yeah. So I'll just I'll just dye my hair kind of salt and pepper, you know, and and look like I don't know. I guess like my dad, and it'll be great. Yeah. Now, Linus, I think don't eat look very Joseph's cool. hair just because it's salt and pepper. Don't eat. Oh, we'll see. We'll <laughs> see. <laughs> it's so nice that you get to work together as well. That's so great. So nice. Yeah, it is nice. I think we, you know, that that's something that we get asked about a lot. Is like, oh, you know, you're a real life couple. How do you live and work together? Blah blah. Like we've been we've been together for nine years, working together for seven, engaged for five. That's Ooh. those are the three numbers. Yeah, and <laughs> like I do. At Linus always says, if we if we, if we weren't making stuff that's so stupid and queer and silly and fun, it, I think it would be different. But like all we're doing is 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 we're chatting the same sort of silly shit that we do in the flat anyway but we're writing it down and for some reason people are paying money to see it like, can i ask a very important great. question uh, is that a hula hoop at the background <laughs> it is yes, i'm yes, a very is. good hula hooper do you want to see me hula hoop <laughs> like 100%. more than anything <laughs> this is the most exciting thing that's ever happened on the wait podcast. This is, this oh is my god right. he's on the move <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna go into the living room I'm just going to put trousers on, actually. <laughs> no, no, don't. no, don't. <laughs> He's wearing quite good pants today, actually. They're quite nice. <laughs> Linus oh, Linus is absolutely oh. gone. He's coming in. Hang on. So, so while we were while we were reworking Diana for the Edinburgh Fringe run, Linus just went. I really want to change up My one of the. My phone died. Oh, your phone died. <laughs> <laughs> Linus was just like, I really want to change up one of the numbers for the Fringe run, and I want a hula hoop. So that meant well, we had to take a hula hoop on tour for months. <laughs> My first plan was to learn to do a cartwheel, but I was trying, but I just couldn't do it. So I was like, yeah. Well, I'll hula hoop instead. Okay. okay. Hang on. This is Here the, we go. This is, this is the best thing that's ever happened. This is a I know. Here we go. Content. He's going it's for it. Looks like a big hula hoop. Yeah. Oh my hula. god! It's oh, very He's getting impressive. some lift on that. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's oh, in firmly god. above well, the waist. Yeah. yeah, he can. He can walk he's, with he's it. Turning. And, you know, he's, he's turning. He's turning. He's swiveling. And There's he's no doing drop a... on that at all. No, no, it's up there. 
It's, it's the- exactly the same uh, distance below Aragorn on his <laughs> yeah. T-shirt as uh, as it always is. That's the aim. Oh, wow. So we, we, and we, he's doing, and, and it's hardly taking anything out of him. Yeah, and I'm so he's no, very good smiling. at it. It's amazing. It, it, wow! It, someone just gave a thumbs There's up. A, Big bubble thumbs up. Oh, oh. Wow. That was exciting. <laughs> it also shows yeah. how far you've come since moving to London. In that you you asked for a hula hoop and you didn't mean a packet of crisps. You you meant yeah. this now does it's it's kind of taking on a bit of a speed vibe now though that you know if he stops he'll blow up. He's gonna fly ends. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. he'll be like he'll be propelled out the window or something. It's like it's providing really... a lovely breeze for me. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Yeah, God, what a whimsical life you two lead. Yeah, hooping around London. And when, when I was, well, yeah, when I was fourteen, I was like, I want to be an actor when I grow up, and I want to do all these fun. Like, this isn't quite how I pictured my life going. <laughs> but oh, like, hey, here we who are. Who could ask for anything yeah. more? Well, I mean, my God! Imagine if you could take five-year-old Joseph and just plunk him into into the future for a second, and it's just you're you're on a video call on a podcast. <laughs> well your fiance wearing lord of the rings were two yeah. hoops in the background yeah yeah it's yeah. very much the you know this would kill a victorian child meme <laughs> yeah mm. well i'm conscious if, if Linus's phone has died will we move to final judgments yes go on okay. keep him in the room I'll pull up so, chair, I'll, yeah, yeah i'll just sit down. come join us in here this is so exciting it's so exciting so what we do uh at the end we go round the houses and we decided we vote, well, you guys vote, if uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is a legitimate like. So, Hugh, I'll you, start with you. You did it again, on you. You're still doing the Paltrow. Paltrow? Yeah. Paltrow? Paltrow. Yeah. yeah. I'm just okay. a hard T out there. Okay, Gwyneth Paltrow. No, I'm, I'm doing it too far. So, is she a legitimate like? Hugh, we'll start with you. Yeah, like I say, I'm really only aware of her acting, I suppose, which I was always a big fan of. I think she's a, I think she's a great actor. And, yeah, in one sense, I'd be like, do you know what, it's a pity pity she stopped because i think you know i i do think she was she was one of the sort of i think she had a run there in the late 90s where i feel she was in everything and just and generally nailing it i feel um and then yeah don't really know much about the other stuff as i've said i sort of mild impatience with the with the conscious uncoupling but also i don't care and listen good for you you know um and yeah, like the goop stuff again. I don't know enough about it as to whether she's she's you know grifting everyone or whether she's doing it for the love of it or whatever else. But like, yeah, I don't know. From from what from what Joseph and and Lena say, I'm happy to I'm happy to you know to get behind it. So yeah, I'm gonna say she's a legitimate like. Okay. Keep going, Gwyneth. Will. Well, I, I I yeah I I was conflicted, but speaking to Joseph and Linus. I often what happens is I end up voting for how much I like the guests and I'm a big fan of these two. Uh, and if, if we were to vote Gwyneth down, then that would mean that people wouldn't be able to from the 13th to the 23rd of December go to the Pleasants uh, in she London no and go and see the show. And then we'd see you in court. Yeah. <laughs> but Will would only sue you for one dollar. Because I'm classy like that. Yeah. <laughs> Look, at the time of recording, there's only three days that I have tickets left, so buy them immediately because Gwyneth Paltrow is absolutely a legitimate like from me. Okay. But we'll see. Awkward Productions over there have two votes, I suppose. Yeah, Joseph. what will we do? <laughs> you at this point, I was like, you know, <laughs> justice for Terry Sanderson, the guy who skied into her. I mean, he's <laughs> an. She's a great actor, an Oscar-winning actor. She's a style icon and a, a, a health guru, and definitely a legitimate like. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm going purely on the basis of selling tickets to our show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think purely the the embracing of the sheer madness that is 
designing a candle called this smells like my vagina and then a follow-up called this smells like my orgasm absolutely a, a legitimate like as a queer man i have literally no choice but to stop <laughs> so that's a, a clean sweep with yeah. Paltrow yeah she's a legitimate yeah. like Tom Cruise did didn't make it over the line I don't think did, did Al Pacino when we did him did Pacino and De Niro survived I think yeah Clooney made it against my yeah wishes, so she but... she joins uh, the Hall Hepburn. of Fame Catherine Hepburn she joins the Hall of Fame uh, so uh, who wants to do the outro Will oh I'd love to Hugh thanks so much for coming on the podcast as always you're always here and you're like the wallpaper I love you but you're peeling a bit it's the, the least complimentary compliment I've ever received I, to be honest I just started speaking as fast as I could and I didn't know what was going to happen yeah in, in, in Willow Veritas though you know don't know what that means probably something about wine uh, Linus and Joseph thanks so much for coming on Thank you. This has been so much fun. A treat. The oh my gosh. Of my day, and this was the first day of rehearsals. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um. Is uh, where can people follow you both and Awkward Productions? So you can find Awkward Productions um at Awkward Prods on all social media. <laughs> yeah, um, it plays well in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, God, we know a lot of them. Don't you just freeze down the fucking house whenever we play Ireland? It's such a good gag. Um, yes, you can find Awkward Prods on social media or our website is awkwardprods.co.uk. And we are doing the Gwyneth Go Skiing Show 13th through the 23rd uh, December at the Pleasant Theatre in in Islington in London. And there are barely any tickets left for that, but there are still tickets left for Diana, the untold and untrue story at the Clapham Grand in Clapham, surprise, um, <laughs> which is on the 6th of December with Suze Kempner as a support act. It's going to be very wild and ridiculous and fun. And you can find us on social medias personally at Linus Carp and at Suddenly Joseph. Amazing. Amazing. So professional. They're media trained, on you. Oh my can you God, feel that? Stunning. stunning. Ornia, would you have voted Gwyneth yes or no? Oh, 100%. Yeah. She's the cool yeah. older sister, you know. <laughs> I think you really hit the nail on the head there. That's exactly yeah. cool she is. Well, yeah. thank you for listening to the cool older sister of podcasting. Like it five stars, rate it, subscribe to it, send it to a friend, and we'll goop you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Goop-bye. Oh yeah, goop-bye. Sorry, goop-bye. <laughs> <laughs>